Hey folks, you're back on with Brother Dale of Gospel of Repentance Ministries. I'm your host. Thank you for tuning in. This is the summer series, and you, you know the theme, or at least you should know it by now. Matthew chapter 4, verse 4. Man uh, cannot live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Praise God once again for you tuning in and listening. I appreciate it. And let's get into our episode. I want to talk about a controversial subject, and it's one that is very prominent in the uh, Neo-Pentecostal Charismatic Word of Faith movement, and it is this phenomenon called being slain in the spirit. What in the world is slain in the spirit? Well, to actually know what it is, all you have to do is watch some of these uh, tele-evangelists on the tube, uh, primarily the person who is probably the the uh, grandmaster of this uh, phenomenon is uh, Benny Hinn. He will wave his hand or wave his coat in front of the leaders of his church and everybody will fall out supposedly under the power of God that is uh, resident within him. Uh, to be honest, it is uh, nothing but uh, a sham. It's a hoax. Uh, Benny Hinn is uh, not to be uh, taken, in my opinion, seriously. He's a charlatan. He's a fraud. And that is the whole deal of being slain in the spirit. Supposedly, people are being healed by his uh, touch. Uh, I, I don't believe there's any uh, medical proof of any actual healings that have occurred during uh, his ministry but the whole thing about falling out supposedly under the power of God is actually this phenomenon of being slain in the spirit and for those of you who may not be familiar with it you've never seen it witnessed it all you have to do is see a program where someone has laid their hands on a parishioner and they fall backward and because they, the reason why they fall backward is because they believe that the spirit of God or the power of God has touched them to the point where they can no longer stand and they are overcome with uh, God's power. And let me be the first one to say that I am not saying that God's power cannot do that, but what we generally see on television is illegitimate. It is a, um, it is a dog and pony show as people say and if I'm being too harsh it that's not my intent but it is important that we understand that there are wolves in sheep's clothing out there that are doing things supposedly in the name of Christ and there's no verifiable proof of the healings that are taking place and as you recall when you read the gospel uh, records uh, when Jesus healed someone it was instantaneous and it was verifiable. I mean, you would see a person, if you lived in that day, they would, uh, if they were blind, they could see. If they were possessed with demons, the demons would be cast out. If they had a missing limb, the limb would grow back. If they were dead, then he could make them alive. Those were signs or wonders or miracles that were authentic and by the power of God. What we're seeing today by uh, these uh, personalities that are on television and elsewhere most of what we see if not all of what we see today is chicanery 
It is a foolishness. It is a mockery to me in the name of Jesus Christ. It is sacrilegious. It is blaspheming and it is uh, unholy. And we need to be very uh, discriminatory and very, very stringent on who we endorse, uh, who we listen to and who we watch and where we send our money. So if you are an advocate of Benny Hand, then I um, I'm afraid for you. I think you should um, immediately uh, not support his ministry, not support him as an individual. I do not see uh, him being a man of God, even though he uh, purports to be one. Uh, people are not getting healed in his uh, ministry or in his church, and it is all um, it is a dog and pony show. It is um, it is foolishness. And it is, uh, I believe it's demonic and should not be supported. So the whole, like once again, the whole idea of being slain in the spirit is those who supposedly fall out under the power of God. And most of what we see, if not all what we see, is fake. I personally do not believe that any of it is real. Um, some of you listening to me may vehemently disagree. That is okay. But as we all have to do and should do is weigh what we see against the uh, truth of God's holy word. That is our barometer. That is our standard. That is uh, what gives us uh, illumination and light. And if what you see does not square with the scripture, then it is uh, unbiblical. It should be rejected and it should be thrown out. And that is my uh, my piece on that and just moving forward uh, there are instances of course where people were overcome in the Bible by the power of, of God uh, we look at when Daniel uh, received multiple visions he uh, fell on his face as if he was dead I mean you read in in, in his book and you also read in the Gospel of John uh, rather I'm sorry, John's uh, revelation in the book of Revelation, uh, he sees uh, plenty of visions and he's overcome by the visions that he sees. And so the power of God reached him in such a way that he was overcome. I mean, he wasn't slain in the spirit, but he was overcome by the spirit. And, but, but that was a real and true and authentic occurrence and experience that he had. We see the uh, I think it's Peter, James, and John on the Mount of Transfiguration in Matthew chapter 17. They saw Jesus in his coming glory and they were afraid and overcome by the brightness of his clothing and just his glory. I mean, so that was a real uh, experience that they had where they saw the power of God uh, in person. And so they were not necessarily slain, but they were uh, in a probably in a state of ecstasy in a state of unbelief because they saw um, God come in his uh, coming glory when they um, witnessed Jesus on the Mount of Configuration a transfiguration excuse me and they also saw Moses and Elijah uh, with him uh, talking with him in Matthew chapter 17. So those are instances where God's power was truly manifested. Well, like I said, what we're seeing today is nothing even close to that. So that is the whole idea about this phenomenon of being slain in the spirit where 
um, a supposed pastor is touching the uh, head or the body of someone and then they fall out and they sometimes shake and convulse because the power of God is on them in such a way they can no longer uh, stand. They can no longer suppose to remain conscious. A lot of it is uh, it's rehearsed. It's um, it's like I said, it's a it's a dog and pony show. It is utter nonsense and it's foolishness. And uh, frankly, uh, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, it makes the church look bad. It makes the church look foolish. And we're supposed to be here and uh, to be light and salt in this world, not to uh, uh, be caught up in experiences and and doing uh, things that are that are silly and foolish and is a turnoff and is has no redeeming or redemptive quality or virtue whatsoever. We're we're supposed to be about our father's business. Uh, we're supposed to be receiving the word of God, taking what we receive and giving it to those who don't know it. I mean, like I am doing uh, right now, what I have learned over the years, I want to share with as many people as I can, as many people that are willing to listen and so that they can receive the blessings that I have received in the past and what I'm receiving now. So uh, get the fanciful stuff out of your system. Don't buy into all the hype. Don't buy into all the uh, the games and uh, and the supposed uh, power of God in these uh, famous uh, mega church places where it generally isn't happened. Usually when you see these type of theatrics going on in a church that means that the church usually is weak on doctrine they don't teach well they don't uh, have people in the pulpit that are qualified to deliver you a sound a biblical word week in and week out so to cover up for that lack of scholarship and that lack of expositional teaching and preaching they will substitute it for something else and if you can successfully um, veil the minds and eyes of the people that are in your congregation with theatrics and with phenomena you know whether it be babbling in tongues whether it be falling out under the power of God whether it be uh, you know a wonderful organ music then you can probably get by with having a a very watered down gospel uh, preacher who will maybe throw a couple of few verses together out of context and be able to captivate uh, the audience that's out there, especially if people are lacking in the discernment of scripture, they will settle for a watered down message and will uh, be captivated by the theatrics, by the performance of the preacher and by the performance of uh, the band or the choir or the orchestra, or they will go by, by what's popular, you know, and it becomes nothing more than a social gospel, a gospel that is not confronted, a gospel that is weak on truth or just be a, a totally different gospel altogether. And here is a severe warning uh, regarding that, uh, Paul in the book of Galatians, the first chapter, he says, if anybody, whether it be us or even an angel, preach to you any other gospel other than that which we have preached, let that person be anathema. And that is a Greek term that means 
for, you know, let them be everlasting condemned or everlasting cursed. So it lets us know that God is jealous for his truth in any uh, deviation from that truth. A person is to be eternally condemned. So we need to preach the word uh, and the word only the truth and nothing but the truth. So help us God. So that is uh, what I needed to say regarding the whole thing about slaying in the spirit. It's just one of the other uh, foolish uh, things that is going on in the church that needs to be uh, addressed and um, abolished. But uh, we have so many people that do foolish things and they're, they're never questioned or never pull, pulled on the carpet about it. And the time for that needs to end. And this will conclude this episode of Gospel of Repentance Ministries. Once again, I'm Brother Dale, your host. I appreciate you listening.